I will continue in, in classical theory of management. And uh, this classicist is named Henry Fayol, the father of administrative management, who lived in the early 20th century, a Frenchman, uh, a sociologist, and also an industrialist. He himself uh, been directors of so many organizations. So familiar with the terrain at that time, mm -hmm. and uh, he was so interested in what is going on, and he, he wrote his uh, book mm -hmm. called The Principles of Management, uh, very similar to what Max Weber also wrote, and uh, in fact. We were told that he did not even read Mark Schreiber's book. But uh, it's like it, his own book stands as a complementary book to Mark Schreiber's book. Mark Schreiber describes as a sociologist what ought to be. But Henry Fayol told us or taught us how to do it. Max Weber did not t tell us how to do it, but described so many uh, so many structures as how, uh, of what ought to be. But Henry Fayol thought it fit to so see if you say this should be this, how do we go doing it? How do we accomplish it? And then he borrowed from the practicing managers and up till now managers on the job can actually prescribe what uh, what should what should be do what should be done and how it should be done. So they are interwoven. The two classicist theories are like twin. They're like twin. They both believe in structure. They, they both believe in norms. They both believe in authority. They believed in um, power. The power will rest at the top and it's the top bottom affair. The top should think, while the bottom carries out the think the thoughts of the top people. That's the hierarchy, the living hierarchy. So it passed down to us what we know as principles of management. The, the principles he postulated are like uh, one uh, line and staff line and staff, line are line officers who are the action people, they carry out the job, they take decisions, while the staff people 
advice they are within the level of uh, advisory they advise those people that we call line line managers then he believed in uh, committees that uh, these committees are set up to solve certain problems and then uh, he believed in committees to solve problems now we have uh, the functions of management that he gave us give us the functions of management and the functions of management give us around give us functions of management give us number one give us discipline that uh, workers must be disciplined they should be properly trained and disciplined. It gave us uh, number two unity of command. That uh, the command should come from from the, from the superior, and then the the subordinate should obey the command of the superior, and the, the command is final. Then the unity of their direction is that there should be a purpose of of what we are. There should be a, an objective that we all should look forward to, pass down from the top to the bottom. And then it gives us uh, what we understand as subordination of interest that the individual worker, whoever he is, should subject his own interest. To the organization's interest. The organization interest prevails over individual interest. He gave us um, coordination. Coordination in the sense that um, this, this coordination is management. Coordination is management. And then uh, that's essentially one that coordinates is the person that really manage. So manager is a coordinator. A manager is a coordinator. He coordinates all the activities, making sure they're smooth, they're smooth running. He gave us the scholar chain. The scholar chain. That scholarship means uh, uh, this uh, you, 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 you appeal upstairs for any decision you want to take that is not within your own purview. You appeal to a superior officer. So the scholarship is recognized. And then he gave us what we know as the gang plank. And the gang plank also means uh, heads of departments can interact without recourse to the very top. And the very top can actually uh, uh, settle the matter on their own, but that should not disturb the, the flow of of uh, the flow of action so that is the gang plank within the uh, scholarship the scholarship is 
appealing to the superior, but the gangplank means departments can interact and do things, but later appeal to to settle uh, whatever is uh, the, the problem. It gives us equity that should be fairness, justice for everybody. That's at its principles as uh, given us by Henry, Henry Fayol. It gave us uh, order. It should be order. Everything should be in orderly manner. If one should fit for what is his purpose, what's, what's uh, his calling, it should be fit for his calling. So there should be order. And then he gave us um, uh, stability and tenure. Tenure, tenure you, you spend the time that is given to you without much ado. Give us stability. Should be stable. The, the, the organization should, be, should have stability. Should enjoy stability. It, it should be on. The organization should, should should not be unstable. So there should be a, a, one could look at, at the future that the future is certain somehow. There shouldn't be uncertainty as to when you look into the future. There should be stability in the organization. Um, then they give us Esprit de Corps. Esprit de Corps is that they believe that uh, workers are one for the same purpose and they should help themselves. So the Esprit de Corps we can find in uh, military organizations or police organizations where they love themselves and help themselves. So the Esprit de Corps should flow within the organization as a member of his of of one family, so these are the postulations of uh, Henry Fayol as at that time. Uh, most of the things he, he, he gave us st still uh, we still use them today. Majority of them are still in use. That's why we say Henry Fayol is the father of uh, management. Management actually is abstract, but. It's abstract, but we, we, we continue to use it. It may not have, may, may, may not have been uh, proven scientifically that uh, it is. In, in fact, that is why a lot of people now call it concepts, not principles. Because, because principles, it's uh, been believed that uh, it, 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 it cannot be easily changed. But nowadays, a lot of things, are, 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 a lot of principles, a lot of what you call principles, have been questioned for their validity. So, most of the principles he gave us has been have been questioned for their uh, 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 for their validity. So, it's more or less uh, we call them nowadays we call them mere concepts. Mere, mere concepts, mere directions. So, now, the functions of management. He gave us the functions of management. And then, 
the functions of management. He gave us uh, some functions that uh, some other writers also gave us some functions, like Yowick and his fellow man. They gave us functions, but his own functions that he gave us, he gave us planning, he gave us uh, coordination, he gave us uh, he gave us centralization, he gave us, uh, he gave us uh, motivation, motivation, he gave us uh, coordination, he gave us communication. Uh, so, about the six functions of management, that is uh, now a contemporary understanding of what management is all about, is planning, controlling, motivating, communicating, planning, controlling, motivating, coordinating, communicating, and the overall organizing, overall organization. So these six functions of management, we call them functions because they are separate organs that one cannot do without in management. If you want to manage, planning is a function of management. If you want to manage, controlling is a function of management. If you want to manage, Motivating or motivation is a function of management. It means there's no management without motivation. There's no management without planning. There's no management without controlling. There's no management without coordinating. And there's no management without overall organization or overall organizing. So it, all other functions come under organize, organizing if you are organizing, then you must take take to to uh, as important uh, as uh, planning as important part of the of your uh, organization. You have to organize. You have to plan to organize. You have to plan to to motivate. You plan, and then you you control. They, you control whatever you've been able to plan for achieving its objectives, for achieving whatever results you want to uh, effectuate. So, they are very important. They are very, very important. These are what Henry Fayol passed down on to us, a modern management style. Uh, remember Henry Fayol for the good work he gave the, the, the world in terms of uh, the study of management. And the management is all over the place. Schools offer MBA in management. And all over the world, management is being studied 
advanced management is being studied. We have departments in universities studying management. So management is universal. Management is a universal concept. It's a universal concept. Management is a universal concept. But management is uh, management of industrial concerns. Management is universal in the sense that you, you, you just have to manage. You manage your pocket, you manage your groceries, you manage your kitchen, you manage your hospital, you manage uh, uh, schools. So management is universal and the same functions is applicable to all. Even if you have, if you have a grocery store, you, you just have to manage. You have to use all these functions, this planning, controlling, organizing, motivating in their various uh, ways to, to, to achieve your purpose. So management is universal, but we are really concerned with management of industrial concerns. Management of industrial concerns. So management is universal. It's a universal principle all over the world. People are managing and uh, people are studying the rudiments, the, the fundamentals of management, the principles of management, which I have said before, planning, controlling, motivating, coordinating, communicating, and overall organi organ organizing. So, or overall organization. So, these are the functions of management, and it is universal. Uh, this is uh, my contribution towards uh, the second episode in terms of uh, the classicist uh, management theorists. Uh, start, I started from Max Weber, who gave us the the bureaucratic. Uh, classicist concept of management. And now, uh, Henry Fayol give us, is, has given us the administrative classicist concept of management. They both believe in structures. They both believe in centralization. They both, they all, they both believe in uh, power or authority. They believe in uh, other, other, other principles of management that we hold as uh, lofty today. Management, the development of management is very, is very important, particularly uh, countries' productivity is, uh, is, is dependent on the level of management that uh, the level of uh, level of uh, management uh, education in the country. So the productivity depends on management. Uh, how do we handle management? So it's, it's a, one of the concepts of management that, that we understand is efficiency, which, give, which uh, uh, Frederick Taylor gave us, and effectiveness. So we shall, be, we shall be studying that later. Efficiency. So without efficiency, or without the rate of productivity, according to what Fred Taylor gave us, we cannot actually say we are 
uh, we are productive. The country is productive. The economy depends on productivity. So without a productivity rate, higher rate of productivity, we cannot be thinking of a, a, higher, a higher rate of GNP or, or profitability for the country or growth will elude us. So management is very, very important to both the country and individual and organization. Thank you. See you next time.